Hare Krishna. Okay, we have a few questions. Today, one starts with uh, Manjari Devi Dasyan. She's citing Bhaktisthanta Saraswati Thakur's uh, discussion with somebody who asks, how will I be able to recognize a bona fide spiritual master? And Bhaktisthanta Saraswati Thakur answers that if you try to make a judgment based on your own intelligence, yeah, it won't work. You're just projecting your own qualities of the guru on him. So uh, she's asking, well, uh, but if we don't use our intelligence, how are we uh, supposed to uh, determine who is bona fide and who's not? Or does this mean intelligence guided by Shastra? And the answer is yes. This is about intelligence guided by Shastra. Uh, that's what uh, Bhaktisthanta Saraswati Thakur is talking about. If we're using our own contaminated intelligence, trying to make some judgment, uh, then uh, it won't work. We'll be projecting our own needs and qualities on that person. On the other hand, if we're going on the basis of Shastra, then it will be okay. I mean, we have a couple of advances. For instance, they say someone really like somebody because they sing nicely and they're very enthusiastic and so on uh, like that. And uh, and that sort of reflects in them uh, you know, what previously they're very attached to, rock and roll musicians or uh, musicians who are uh, very, very well known. So, therefore, they accept uh, someone like that uh, without really uh, having studied uh, carefully uh, scripture. Uh, but then, of course, nowadays we have the Guru Disciple course, and uh, that requires uh, uh, good, uh, or gives uh, good uh, idea. Another one is that, uh, you know, a, a guru uh, acts as a father figure to uh, somebody, man or woman, who uh, lost their father or whose father ran off when they were very young. So someone's uh, fulfilling the role of a father, but or e- even of a husband, and that's, that we also find. Uh, the, and um, then someone accepts that person, uh, or uh, somewhat uh, somewhat similar, is that when devotees are very troubled, then the guru acts in the capacity of a psychiatrist, uh, which may be good that he helps somebody with their material problems, but how spiritually qualified is he? So here, uh, personal needs are projected onto the person, uh, and that may not be the right thing. Now, Ratnagarbha Acharya is saying that Srimad Bhagavatam describes the Virata Rupa and says that Lord Vishnu enters or governs uh, the feet of the Virata Rupa. He says, why the feet? Why not the head? That's more logical. Why not the feet? Uh, ultimately, the Vyata Rupa uh, is meant to be a uh, form of the Lord. So, the, the, every part of the body acts as any other part. 
So the feet can act like the head, the head can act like the feet. Uh, makes uh, makes no uh, difference uh, to the Lord. And, uh, and therefore, he decided uh, to uh, do that. Uh, and Krishna does so many other things. I mean, ultimately, Krishna's everything. So with the speaker feet, uh, the uh, ground that we walk on is also Krishna. It's Krishna's energy. So, uh, you know, are we walking on Krishna? Well, yes and no. Everything is Krishna. Uh, there's nothing separate from Krishna. That's called Maya, illusion. That's something separate from him. So Krishna enters into so many things with his potencies. In fact, that's how creation takes place, that Krishna and the goddess Kali, uh, they enter into the uh, empty universal um, bubble, shell, uh, and uh, that's how uh, things start to happen. They initiate uh, movement and so many things. So uh, there's no no contradiction there. And uh, Atmarama uh, asks that in uh, Vilat Kusumanjali, uh, the first volume of the Rep. Kusumanjali, I write, uh, I uh, talk about... Uh, yeah, material, uh, which is what uh, uh, material activities that can uh, be indicative or as inspiration for spiritual uh, bhava or spiritual moods. Uh, we have the example, for instance, given in the Bhagavatam uh, about how uh, Bhishma Dev's arrows, uh, Krishna felt uh, just like uh, uh, just like the uh, bites of the two lovers uh, bite each other's lips, and although it's painful, but uh, the pain uh, is very enjoyable. Uh, so he says that uh, devotees also talk about songs or poetry. That uh, uh, composed by mundane authors, and how uh, the mood of those things can also be an impetus for spiritual life, and therefore uh, one can read books or etc. Uh, that are uh, written by non-devotees. Uh, well, let's let's look at uh, one example. And uh, that is uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is uh, in Rathiyatra, and when he's in Rathiyatra, he's uh, singing a song. And uh, it is a mundane song. It's a song that uh, no one could really quite understand what, why Lord Chaitanya is uh, actually singing it. And it goes, how does it go? Um, I I forget how it goes, uh, how the beginning goes. And uh, he, yes, he would sing uh, this uh, 
Sangyakomarahara, Saiva Hibaras, Taiva Chaitrakshapas, Techo Milita Malati Surabya Prodakadambanila, and so on. So Lord Chaitanya here is singing a uh, love song. Uh, and that love song talks about uh, a, a girl who wants her uh, lover to come come back uh, to uh, where she is uh, on the bank of some river under a Vetasi tree. And but no one could understand why is Lord Chaitanya singing? There's only two people, Rupa Goswami and Swarup Damodar Goswami, uh, understood. What, what the meaning of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's uh, was. Sarupa Goswami, uh, I mean, Raghunathas Goswami uh, didn't say anything, but uh, Rupa Goswami did. And he composed another uh, beautiful song uh, that uh, starts off like, Priya Soham Krishna Sahachati Kurukshetra Militas so this was uh, a sort of confidential revelation of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's heart. And uh, Rupa Goswami uh, gave the meaning. Why, what was Lord Chaitanya thinking when he was saying that? Well, he was thinking that he's Radharani at Kurukshetra and he wants to go to... Uh, Srimati Radharani wants to take him to uh, Brindavan by the side of the Jamuna uh, and uh, there uh, she wants to hear the song of the flute. But here the point is that no one else really got the message. So you have to be very advanced. Rupa Goswami, Sarv Damodar Goswami, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So do we need any comparison? Therefore, no, best that we we don't. The type of, uh, don't do this type of reading of mundane literature with the idea that this is going to be a inspiration, Udipan, for our meditation. However, we can uh, do things that Srila Prabhupada always talked about, uh, that's the Bhagavad Gita's ninth chapter, tenth chapter, so Krishna says, Yomam Pashyati Sarvatra, Sarvam Chamai Pashyati, someone who sees me in everything and everything in me. So that type of thing, Rasohama Sakonteya, that uh, the taste of water is Krishna. Now we should learn how to do this type of meditation. Rasohama Sakonteya, Prabhasmi Shashishurayo, and all the light that we see, the sun, the moon, uh, this uh, effulgence uh, is all Krishna's energy, Krishna's potency. So if we can train a mind to think like that uh, and to uh, envisage everything that exists as actually Krishna's energy, uh, and Krishna's potency in one way or another, then we start to learn how to actually uh, develop uh, this uh, Udipan. And then we will become uh, advanced. And when, when we become very advanced, then perhaps it's possible. But it's highly unlikely when there are so many direct inspirations throughout the books of our charis. Why go for something indirect?
Hare Krishna.